Hello, and welcome to the James Market Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Kraft. And today on episode 25, I have Beth Handworker with us. How are you, Beth? I'm doing great, Neil. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, we're really excited to have you. Beth joins us from our wealth management team and is here to talk a little bit about social security. Uh, Beth, tell us, what are some common questions uh, you're hearing right now from your clients regarding Social Security payouts, benefits, and and some of those questions? Yeah, one of the biggest things we hear from clients is we're preparing, we're helping them prepare for retirement. They're worried, can I count on Social Security? Is it really going to be there for me? And uh, the good news is that even if Social Security exhausts their trust fund, some benefits are still going to be paid. Yeah, that's definitely a question that I hear as well, uh, just in terms of, hey, is it going to be there? Is it going to be there when I retire or my children? Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but tell me more about that. Can you give us an example of, of maybe when some benefits will still be paid out, as you mentioned? Sure, sure. So just recently, the Social Security trustees released a report, and they do this every year. And uh, as things stand right now, if no changes are made, the trust fund is going to be exhausted in 2035. Last year, in 2021, the report showed that it was going to be exhausted in 2034. So we're making some progress. <laughs> we've, got a, <laughs> we've, we've got a little bit of progress there, so that's good. Uh, but right now, the way things stand, in 2035, the trust fund will be exhausted, and um, 80% of benefits will be paid in 2035 when that's exhausted. So as an example, if you're receiving $1,000 in benefits in 2034 and the trust fund's exhausted in 2035, then you would still get $800 in benefits even if the trust fund is exhausted. Okay, so 80% is definitely better than nothing. It's not like sure is. <laughs> a zero waiting for you. But Which is what most clients think. They think, oh, the trust fund's exhausted. We're not getting anything. Right, right. Yeah, definitely a, a, a misconception there. Are there any hopes, I guess, in the, the long term of, of fixing the system or coming up with a, a solution? Sure. The... Uh, the tr- in the trustees report, they also give suggestions about how the Social Security Fund could be solvent again. And so one of the suggestions they kicked around was increasing the payroll tax uh, by 3.24%. And that would start now, right, is the trustee's suggestion. Right now, we pay a 12.4% payroll tax. Half of that's paid by the employer If you're uh, employed, half of it's paid by you. If you're self-employed, you pay the whole thing, (laughs) unfortunately. So under this proposal, that 12.4 would go to 15.64. They didn't, in the trustees report, there was no clear answer about, well, how would that be split? That increase, that 3.24% increase, would that be split evenly between the employer and the employee, or would it all be borne by the employee? Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. But those would be, um, that's a suggestion, one of many, uh, that they could do. Uh, they did mention in the trustee report that if they waited to fix the problem until the trust funds exhausted in 2034, the, the payroll tax would have to go up by 4.07% to solve the solvency issues. So we, it's better to do, you know, the, if we enact the increases now, it's 3.24. If we wait until 2034, we have to have a over a 4% increase. Okay. So definitely sooner is better than later in this case. 
Absolutely. The more time we have to fix this, the system, uh, the less painful it'll be. So uh, I, I believe we've we've heard Social Security from some folks are considered almost like the third rail of, of politics. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. So as you can imagine, no decision Congress makes about Social Security is going to be uh, popular. Really? No one... <laughs> No one wants to see their payroll tax increase. No one wants to see their retirement age lengthened, right? So none of these things are popular that Congress is going to do. And so nobody wants to do anything. (laughs) But uh, actually, as I was uh, uh, preparing for this podcast, I saw an article that came out where actually one of uh, there's two senators that have a bill in uh, and it's just a bill. So God only knows what will come of it. But um that they're looking at increasing the the income that you pay Social Security tax on. So right now, your income is capped at $147,000. If you make more than $147,000, you don't have to pay Social Security tax on anything over one forty-seven. So this bill that the uh, senators have introduced would increase that 147 to 250,000 and it would also make you pay social security tax on investment income and business income that you don't have to do now. Okay, okay. So qu- question Beth. Yeah. Um you you mentioned uh, a moment ago that um politicians want to get reelected and <laughs> We don't want to take action, uh, certainly on an unpopular decision. Um, w- do you have any guess or, or um, I guess, estimation on when Congress would move forward with a decision to make action? Yeah, I, you know this this the senators that introduced this bill. It's just a bill. You know, I don't know if you remember the Schoolhouse Rock uh, video, I'm Just a Bill, but there's a lot of steps that go from being a bill before it becomes law. So this is just an introduction in the Senate. The Senate has to vote on it. Then it has to go to the House of Representatives. They have to vote on their own version of the bill. Then it has to be reconciled. Then they vote on it again, and then it becomes law. So this is just a very uh, baby step in the whole process. Uh, So it's hard to say. It's okay. hard to say. Well, um, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say enough doom and gloom for now. Um, <laughs> is there are there good news on on any fronts here regarding Social Security? Yeah, the good news is, and most um, Social Security recipients appreciated this, that there was a pretty nice cost of living increase last year, or well, for 2022 on their Social Security checks. They got a 5.9 percent increase in their Social Security benefits. Okay, which was. Pretty good. We that's the uh, that's a pretty large increase. And certainly, uh, so, well timed. Obviously, with yes. some inflationary concerns um, year to date. Yeah, inflation's a big uh, hot topic right now, and um, something that I wanted to point out that a lot of people don't realize is that okay, great, we got a five point nine percent increase in our Social Security benefit, but Congress also has the ability to increase the Part B premiums that come out of your social security check. So in 2022, the average retirement benefit increased by $92 a month, but we saw the part B premium go up $21 and 60 cents a month. So part of that increase ended up being offset immediately by an increase in part B premiums. Hmm. That's definitely kind of a, 
uh, an interesting wrinkle there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask a question. I don't know if you know the answer to, but is there any idea on what next year will bring or what 2023 is going to look like in terms of that uh, cost of living adjustment? Yeah, it's really quite fascinating, Neil. They, they calculate the cost of living increase based on third quarter inflation numbers. Hmm, okay. So we're just into the third quarter. Right. So it really depends on what happens in the next couple months. Uh, now there's some, uh, lobbyist organizations that do, uh, studies about what they think is going to happen. And, uh, the senior citizens league is one of those. And with the, the consumer price index information, the inflation number for June, they're saying that, uh, if, if that holds steady, that there could be a 10 and a half percent increase wow. in 2023 for social security, which wow. would be really high. It's been a little bit higher, maybe once in the past, <laughs> but that would be a huge increase next year. Uh, but the two months ago, this same senior citizens league, they looked at the COLA and they thought it was going to be 8.6. So those June numbers really shot up the estimate of what the COLA increase is going to look like because we had such bad inflation numbers in June. Okay. So it's hard to say if inflation cools in the next couple months, then we could have a lower number than that 10 and a half. And uh, the Senior Citizens League again said, well, maybe it could be 9.8% COLA, just depending on what happens with inflation in the next couple months. Yeah, well, and so much is probably is going to change. That's that's the only um, only thing we know for sure. So I guess yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, the good news is, you know, our clients aren't alone trying to figure this out. We are here, you know, especially with, with wealth management to help help walk you through what does this look like if if inflation is really bad? What if my Social Security uh, drops to 80 percent? You know, we can really help you work through all of those concerns and give you some peace of mind. Yeah, we'll have to dedicate a, our next episode to that topic right there. <laughs> I think you're probably right, Neil. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. <laughs> we'll have to get that on the schedule. But, you know, in the meantime, reach out to us. We want to help you. Uh, we want to put your mind at ease and, and talk you through any concerns you might have. You know, our goal is for you to feel confident in your financial future. Absolutely. Well, Beth, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Neil. Thanks for having me. If you would like to learn more about Social Security, our wealth management services, um, or anything else, please visit us at www.jamesinvestment.com for more information. James Investment, your future, our purpose. 